0: welcome to high gluttony i'm gretchen and i'm becca and we're two ladies on an adventure listen along every 10 days or so as we cook a dish we like quest about cannabis education or chat with someone we respect you can find more information about this episode at highgluttony.com thanks for joining us gluttonyers off we go Let's get to it! Gretchen, hello! We're recording a little bit earlier today, so this is new for us. I still want to check in, even though it's like an hour later than when we originally thought we were going to start. But how are you feeling now? <laughs> I'm still recovering a little bit from the surgery. I <laughs> I don't know why I assume that outpatient equals easy recovery from <laughs> uh-huh. surgery, not fuck you up and leave you dead on a couch for a week. surgery. (laughs) It's my first surgical experience. So it was all new all around anyway, but I will know in the future if I have to go for surgery that it's probably going to fuck me up for a week. I didn't help myself out after that because I managed to slice the fuck out of my finger with a box cutter last weekend. And so I've been working on recovering from that because I did it and I was here by myself and was still not well enough to drive anywhere so I had to stop all the bleeding myself which I managed to do and then I was like okay if I still need to go to the hospital in the morning I'll figure out somebody to take me it was fine in the morning I I took the dressings off managed to like start redressing it and then fainted and hit my head on the toilet so Oh (laughs) oh my god That's how my week has been. My head has been very sore. My stomach has been sore. I'm still wearing my support from my surgery. And I've had to figure out how much how much first aid supplies I could possibly buy in one trip. Turns out it's a lot. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You've had quite the couple of weeks. This is also, we took two weeks of off recording, which is the first time in since last June like right. a year and a half that we've ever done that. So that was weird too. And you spent that whole time recovering and then hurting yourself and recovering <laughs> some more. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, the head injury was a bit, bit more of the, that was a bit more. Cause I hit like the very back of my head and I've had to sleep on my back more since the surgery, because like it was uncomfortable to lay on my side <laughs> and oh my just, God. Like, Try to sl- fall asleep while my the back while not really wanting to smoke pot and also like having this huge sore spot on the back of my head. So that that's been a little bit of a challenge this week because every time I lay down, I just can't quite go to sleep very comfortably. Although I have been on lots of pain medication, so it's been fine. <laughs> but how are you doing, Becca? I'm good. I had an interesting adventure this week james's boss was in town and he invited us out for dinner and we didn't know like any details until the day before he was flying in the same day and we thought we were going to meet up with his boss and his boss's wife and so we get to the restaurant and there are two guys standing outside the restaurant and it turns out we've been invited to this like decades-long tradition of an annual boys' trip. Like, we <laughs> have been doing, yeah, right? So they've been doing this for like 40 years. Most of them met in college. And then they've picked up like one or two along the way and they go to Vegas every year and spend a weekend just like gambling and going to shows and hanging out. We were pretty sure that James's boss invited us so he could like write the dinner off as like a business expense. And also his boss is like in love with them. But it was so funny to be a part of this dinner because it was the first night they were all together and they didn't get together last year. And then me oh. and James- Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. It was really funny, but I was like, when we first sat down, we, there were no drink menus and I was like, oh fuck, is this like a sober group? I did not know that was the deal. And then at like before even the somebody could ask for a menu as soon as some like a server walked by somebody was like I'll take a tequila and I was like okay we're just okay great perfect yeah yeah (laughs) they're like oh no there's no drink menus here like they're like no we just know what we want like they're like yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah or I was like did someone say like we're all sober so don't drop drink menus or was there's some kind of other I don't know cue I missed but anyway it was super fun it was kind of the first time we'd been out to dinner with a group since
1: oh, I don't know you right. know yeah.
0: like May 2020 even before then probably so <sighs> yeah it was fun it was fun and exciting and weird and I was like I love being out and then I was exhausted when back yeah. <laughs> And I was buzzed too because James drove and I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> like I well, don't know anybody here. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know I was <laughs> like, my social anxiety would have been like, keep those drinks coming. go on. But I'm glad you had a good time, even though it was complete strangers. And so. yeah. <laughs> it was really fun. Hi, I'm here to be the tax write-off. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I'll take another drink. You yeah, you want one too? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. And I'm I'm like, need some time before I can (laughs) do something like that again. (laughs) Socializing is exhausting. (sighs) (sighs) No kidding. Man, speaking of exhausted, (sighs) we are drinking coffee because we're recording early. We are. We we decided to kick it off early today. Some goodies made before it got too late. So what, what are you having as far as your coffee beverage? So... One of the things we're making later includes chocolate and I have a little Nespresso chocolate fudge pod. So I had that, which is like my favorite indulgence of <laughs> coffee because it's just <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> well, I, I was, I was a little surprised because I was like, I do not feel like you're much of a coffee drinker. And I didn't drink caffeine for a long time. I mostly drank green tea. Honestly, when we We're in Salt Lake and got that notice of the smell of cannabis outside our door. Hmm. And we kind of scaled back our use. We we like stopped almost. We started drinking coffee and I also started working a lot earlier. And now like my workday starts at 6 a.m. I'm not functioning like (laughs) where I need to be at 6 a.m. without some kind of stimulant. So I drink coffee now. And I don't love it, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I like kind of hate that jitter, but then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll have another cup. <laughs> this is the first time I've actually made coffee since my surgery. Since before my surgery, I've been drinking a little bit of warm milk with some powdered instant espresso because I haven't, like, I didn't drink coffee at all the first week. Like, I didn't, since I was sleeping so much, I didn't, yeah. didn't need it. And <laughs> Then last week, I was like, well, I've had a whole week off. And I think the powdered stuff, because I like that, I really like it. But I think it's a little lower in caffeine. So I was like, okay, this is a, this is a good place to just start. And it's easy because I can just heat up my milk and put it into my milk and mix those together and then drink it. But today, I actually put my made espresso in my espresso machine and frothed up my milk like usual. And so now I'm having my first real coffee in weeks. You're going to be buzzing. Well, let's hope so. Um, (laughs) And you mentioned earlier to me that you're not smoking. And so as much as much. Yeah. You haven't (laughs) been smoking as much. You are going to do a little bit today though, right? Yeah. 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 Just because it's early and I don't want to overwhelm myself and I've been weaned off a bit. I did end up smoking a part of a joint the other day and getting way too high. And so I was just like, Oh, no, no, (laughs) I want to take it easy, start myself out low and slow. And so I'm, using one of my handy little one hitters. And I've got my jelly Bean here, my trusty handy jelly Bean. What are you enjoying today, Becca? Well, I'm looking at our notes here and I wrote that I was smoking some purple goats flower and I was at the time of the note. But now, like we said, it's been well over an hour since we were supposed to start. <laughs> so now I'm using a pen that's Jacare, but I don't have any details about what's in it. <laughs> so it's good. I love it. I think it's a sativa. I'm very much enjoying it. Okay. Oh my gosh, though. What are we doing today? So we're actually doing two things today. Pistachio paste and chocolate mousse. Which is kind of fun because originally we were just going to do the pistachio paste, because I just wanted to do this. I was like, I came across this in a recipe and was so excited about the idea. I was just like, can we please, please make this? And because the the applications are limitless. And I started doing the research for this week again, kind of reminding myself about why I was so excited about it and like why it's so interesting. And I just love pistachio. So I think that's part of the excitement is that I love pistachio so much. So anytime I get to use it, I'm like, <laughs> but this also introduced me to blanching pistachios so we'll find out how much of a pain in the ass that is today (laughs) if that's worth your time and energy we will find out for you yay (laughs) and I got to learn something about powdered sugar that I kind of really hadn't thought about before So we're going to make our pistachio paste and then we are going to make some chocolate mousse because Becca really wanted me to show her how to do that. So we wanted to put the pistachio paste on the mousse. And so we are using a recipe from Miss Stella Parks. And the mousse has no eggs. So I'm super excited about that too. And I also wanted to say, so Stella Parks is responsible for our uh, pistachio paste recipe And she's also where we got the toasted sugar and super thick chocolate chip cookies from. So we have just become a serious eat trial recipe testers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all we're doing now not, so. of, not officially just <laughs> it's just Gretchen as this is how Gretchen functions Gretchen gets really obsessed with something for a while and then she moves on to something else so eventually we'll move on to other things we'll move off of serious eats but we, we really love that website like, they've got good stuff and I have to if you're ever looking for a recipe they're a really good resource so Yes, I know. We've been kind of evangelizing Stella Parks for the last several episodes. Not without reason. She's really smart. (laughs) She totally is. We did cookies with Stella Parks. We did mashed potatoes with a Kenji recipe. And now we're doing Stella again. 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 So that's all. I've just been noticing our trend. (laughs) We're on, a, we're on a Stella Parks kick, and yeah. so hail the queen! Hail the queen! On the side of one of the web pages today, she was doing, They had a demo video for the toasted sugar, which I like was really just like toasted sugar porn for like a solid minute. They were just like, <laughs> nice. "Look how it pours and how beautiful <laughs> mm. it is!" and mm. Let's run a spoon through that sugar, and I was like, "Yeah, I totally do that all the time." Like me I, too. Like, <laughs> yes, this is my porn. It's the best texture. And so, like, she comes up on the screen, and it says Stella Parks. I think it was. It was like pastry wizard. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yes, love it. Indeed, (laughs) she is. She's a wizard. Yeah. The moose recipe, though, is not serious eats. So we are slightly more balanced today, and that one is coming from PlatedCravings.com. And of course, we'll share. Both these recipes and our thoughts and opinions and everything else on the website highgluttony.com. But what would you say the paste and the mousse world levels are? How complicated are, like, what are we, what am I getting myself into today? I think the most complicated part of this is going to be the blanching and peeling of actual pistachios. Because the paste part is not hard. It might take a little time, but it's not hard. It's just that peeling. So I'm going to call this a world level three, just because you've got this like fiddly thing that you have to do to get to the paste part. (laughs) But moose, I'm going to call it world level two. I was tempted to call it a world level one, but then I was trying to explain it to Becca and I either did a really bad job of it or it's slightly more complicated than I think it is. So we'll, we'll have to pull Becca for her real opinion at the end. I would almost call it a world level one. And I think she'll agree once we've done it, like because doing it and talking about it theoretically are two different things. So I'm going to start with it saying it's a world level two, but I think you might by the time say it's a world level one by the time we're <laughs> I think you're right. I think your instincts are right. And I definitely <laughs> did not get it. It's pretty simple, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I've said that before. <laughs> So what are we talking about? High level steps for the paste. So we are going to blanch and peel our pistachios. After frying them a little bit while during the peeling process, We're going to put them into a food processor, grind them up, add a few more ingredients, grind them up a little bit more, and then we are done. So that okay. is basic paste, easy Got paste. Got it. And it's for the mousse. What are we looking at? Overview. So we are going to start by making a chocolate ganache and. After we make a chocolate ganache, we're gonna make some whipped cream, and then we are gonna fold that into the ganache, and then we are pretty much ready to go after that. (laughs) So, (laughs) and what is ganache? Ganache really just refers to a blend of chocolate and heavy cream. Essentially, all you're doing is adding extra liquid to your chocolate to make it more malleable. Ganache is what you use for the center of truffles. You can use it to cover cakes. So you have different ranges of how much ingredients go together. So you're talking the basic, basic recipe is chocolate and heavy cream. And if you're making a soft ganache, you use one part chocolate to one part heavy cream. If you're making a firm ganache, you use two parts chocolate to one part heavy cream. So we are making a soft ganache. And that makes it so it's a lot easier to fold your whipped cream into the chocolate. To make the most. Yes, because I see. Otherwise, uh, you can just fold whipped cream into melted chocolate, but it doesn't work as well because the the, cho- the temperature of the chocolate, because it has to be a little bit warmer, will melt your heavy cream. <laughs> so it doesn't work great. So This is a, a much better way to make like a chocolate mousse. You can do it that way. It just won't be as light and fluffy as this one will be because you're getting okay. the time to lighten that chocolate first. Awesome. So the ganache is what makes this mousse like hold together a little better. Yes. Okay. So how about I read the ingredients then? So we know what you're talking about when you say chocolate and whipped cream and all that fun stuff. (laughs) So All right. If you insist. (laughs) For the paste, we've got nine ounces or about two cups of whole raw pistachios. And it's hard to find whole raw shell on pistachios I discovered like a lot of them are peeled. A lot of them are shelled in most places. Oh, I, I definitely got mine shelled. You did? Yeah. I thought that was the whole thing. Wait, sorry. When you say shelled, like shell on. Yeah. Yeah. No, Oh. (laughs) no. (laughs) So yours have the shell on them too. Yeah. I thought that was the whole thing. Cause you said we have to shell them and peel them. Right. I said blanch them and peel them. But I thought that was like to get the shell off. Oh, it's just to get the, the papery skin off. Okay. All right, it's okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. It's not even an issue because it just it just adds an extra step. It'll be fine. And I think you can can just dump the shell on. Uh, you but okay. Are they like? It, it, they're not like closed? Like it's like no, regular it's like, like pop? Th- yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you're gonna be fine. We'll just okay. We're gonna do oh it with gosh. those shells on, but you're gonna have to do two layers of peeling. I thought that was the whole thing. And I was like, where the fuck are these? I like, I had to go to so Oh recently. my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, that's all right. All right. Well, I, we'll just- I got mine aren't whole, whole like they should be. Like they're not full because it's whole and pieces is what I can get at mm. Trader Joe's. So mm-hmm. mine are like kind of the opposite of yours, where they're a little bit too far gone. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We will be doing some very good experiments for our listeners right today. (laughs) I am so sorry that I didn't. It's okay. I should have checked with you because when I I was trying to get them yesterday and I was like, I'll text her. And then I was like, no, like, of course, this is the thing. Like, it's going to be like one really hard thing to find. Like, obviously it would be the shells on, but next time I'll check anyway. Oh my God. Okay. Nine ounces. or Well, (laughs) I was going to say, it's also hard to find raw pistachio because I know I can find pistachios at my, the the market down the street, Browns Alley market but they're always not, they're always toasted or cooked and yeah. salted. Finding raw pistachios is hard. I can't, I don't know how much harder it is to find like raw shell on versus <laughs> raw without the shell. <laughs> so that's what I also wanted to say before we move on from the pistachio discussion was like, wait, hang on. Let me, let's clarify though. Cause finding raw pistachios is, is not easy. But yeah. I'm so sorry that you went the extra step of being like, I have to find rot with the shells on. And so I'm so sorry. That's no, it's fine. It's <laughs> it, it'll funny. be fine. But yeah, I mean, it's not like it's going to, because if there, it, yeah, you're, okay. you just have a little more volume to peel off of your nuts. That's all. It's just a little extra. Work <laughs> okay. <for you. laughs> all right. Okay. So Nine ounces. About two cups of whole raw pistachios, which we will blanch and peel. 10 ounces of powdered sugar. And this recipe does sort of specify organic. Gretchen will talk about that later. Mm -hmm. And so that's 10 ounces or about two and a half cups. One half teaspoon of kosher salt or if you are using table salt, you wanna do about half as much of that volume. One fourth teaspoon orange flower water. Gretchen and I, Gretchen has orange flower water. I have orange extract. We think maybe they're very, very similar. One is slightly more diluted. So (laughs) I'll dilute mine a little bit. Mine has propylene glycol in it. That's I think most, the the big difference. I essentially have what you have just with extra shit. (laughs) Okay, And then two ounces or just shy of one third cup of roasted pistachio oil. I have almond oil and Gretchen has an experiment. Me (laughs) too. The last thing here says optional, but it is two ounces of water, about a fourth cup. And this is just really to alter texture at the end. So I do have mine. I have some measured out just in case, but it's when she says optional, it's totally completely optional. Okay. And then for the mousse, we've got eight ounces, which is one cup of semi-sweet chocolate, either chopped or chips, one teaspoon vanilla extract, one pinch of salt, three cups of heavy cream. And as Gretchen was talking us through the ganache, that's one cup for the ganache. And then we'll use two cups for the whipped cream. So three cups total, but one for the ganache, two for whipped cream. And the last one here is one fourth cup of powdered sugar. So we see our friend powdered sugar again. (laughs) I'm I'm very, I'm like way too excited to talk about powdered sugar. Instead of pistachio oil, what combo, what experiment Uh. are you doing? (laughs) So I ended up making a blend of almond oil and toasted hazelnut oil, just so that you get some roasty notes, but something pretty neutral as far as the base Oil And then I was like, well, we could nutty this up a little bit if I add a little bit of coconut oil. So I added <laughs> some coconut oil. Just to top it all off, I added a little teeny bit of some toasted sesame oil because that's nutty too. So let's get <laughs> a bit of that in there. Definitely uh, an experiment. <laughs> a hella good on the way. I like I might be a little much sometimes. I'm not sure. What special equipment do we need today? We are you need a food processor and really any kind of mixer. But the recipe did say stand mis- mixer specifically. And I think that's just because you're whipping your cream pretty intensively as far as the mousse goes. So better than by hand, like, because you know, <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. Why was I so mean to you by <laughs> trying to make you to do it by hand? But I think you can substitute a hand mixer if that's what you've got let's get to it then for real move to our kitchens and do you want to talk us through what exactly blanching means and what we're looking for in this part (laughs) so Stella's actual first step with the pistachios is to put them into cold water to soak first so let's start by doing that and then I'll talk us through the rest of it is that just in the pan that I'll use to blanch them in just Kind of throw the pistachios in and top with cold water. Yeah, that is what exactly what I'm going to do. I believe okay. she had you do it in a separate container, but I don't understand because then you are just <laughs> pouring it into the pan and right. <laughs> bringing it to a, almost a simmer. Stella's personal preferred method is to soak the pistachios in cold water for five minutes. So five minutes on the timer, then heat them in a wide skillet until the water is steaming hot. I guess she doesn't say that you have to put them in a separate container, just that they need to stand for five minutes. Okay. Then heat them in a wide skillet until the water is steaming hot, steaming hyphen hot, well below a boil or even a simmer. So that's Stella's preferred method. We're really not boiling them. Blanching is essentially just dipping in hot water. So this is... You can do this to beans. You can do this to fruit in order to prepare it for jam. And then cooling it down rapidly is the second step of that. And still, it does recommend actually rinsing the nuts under cool water after you have boiled them to stop the cooking. Then drain them and then dry them in a towel, which hopefully will help take at least some of the skin off. That's uh, a technique I've used for various things over the years where trying to like skin something or peel something very small. So you rub it in a towel and mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. should fall off. That's that's the idea. Okay. okay. So blanching can be like a first preparatory step for like something like green beans. Now I am interested to do a taste test when we get there. I'm going to taste the skin by itself because Stella describes it as sort of moldy tasting. I wonder if that's really true and if I can tell. Interesting. What an interesting way to describe it. She's like, this is really the best way to get the most pure pistachio flavor is to Mm -hmm. get those papery skins off. And I think that's pretty much the same with all the other types of, well, not almonds. Because I've only ever roasted hazelnuts to get the skins off. I've never tried blanching them, which is sort of an interesting thought. I had not... Mm -hmm. It's like, that's just, we just don't do that. <laughs> have to toast them, let's toast it. That's the only option. Okay, so let's start blanching then. So are you just doing like a low, like a medium low or something? Oh, no, I wasn't. I was actually doing power boil, which you're right, might be a bit aggressive for what we need here. <laughs> so I'm turning it down to medium because nuts will absorb moisture. So you don't want to have them in there too long. I'm getting my heavy cream out. Oh, I'm actually putting mine in my pot right now because I was thinking, I guess the same thing is like, I'm kind of just standing here. I might as well start the heavy cream for the ganache. So that I am going to start on low because we're also talking about a fat here. And so I really don't want to get this to heat it up too quickly. It can make the cream split. Okay. And since I'm using... Shelf stable cream, which I will note just because it, there is a possibility that it functions slightly different than our, <laughs> just regular cream. Okay. I so learned we this. We will find out. We will find out. This is a <laughs> lesson I learned when I was trying to help somebody learn how to make something that involved egg whites, and she brought pasteurized egg whites just to learn that you can't use pasteurized egg whites necessarily interchangeably with raw ones. My water is already pretty warm and it's only been about three minutes. Okay. So I'm seeing some, some steam. I am going to wait just a little bit longer. Okay. So the water's not really moving that much. So I think I just want it to get a good steam going and then I'll be good. You have your vanilla in with your chocolate already? or I do. You do. Okay. So I should do that. Do you keep your vanilla in the refrigerator? No. Why? I don't know, I I have it in my head that you're supposed to, but I don't really know why. I mean, the only advantage to that is it would keep colder, which would not allow some of the like smells to the aromatics. I was like, what's the word I want? (laughs) It would keep some of the aromatics from escaping quite as easily. So it might preserve it a little bit longer, but really I don't think there's gonna be that noticeable of a difference. Steam's coming a little bit faster now. We are at almost five minutes. We're just over five minutes. I have a few tiny bubbles happening, but nothing's like... Oh, oh, mine's, mine's boiling. Shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Turned it off. Okay. Do I need to do mine any extra because of the shells? Or do you think... I think... I mean, that might be why it's taking a little longer for yours to heat up, is you've got more mass in yours. Mm-hmm. But I would think that the same amount of boiling time would be fine because the shells are open, Mm -hmm. they should be easy to remove. So the hot water should be able to get in there theoretically. Okay. And did you go straight into the colander? No, uh, it's supposed to sit for a few minutes until the skin starts to come off. Okay. Do you want to talk us through that part? I guess you kind of did. Is there anything else to this piece of it? We just let it sit for a few minutes. Okay. And it's not even very long because I just touched it and yeah, my nuts are getting soft. Okay. going to have to go with, go drain my nuts. All right. Okay. She's draining her nuts. Draining my nuts. And then I'm going to immediately do a rinse. Cold water rinse. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to have the exact opposite experience with the peeling today, I think. <laughs> How's it going over there? I don't and- want to wait too much longer. The water's pretty hot and I guess they've been in there for a little bit of time now. So I think I might go too. All right. I also just noticed that my cream is hot. So. Okay. I'm going to dump mine on my chocolate. Hey, okay. I don't know if you've talked through the ganache full steps. Full steps. Yeah. So heat up your cream preferably on a so- stove top. And then as soon as it reaches like the barest amount of simmer, you want to pour it over your chocolate. And that chocolate has been sitting with vanilla. Right. And then when you pour it, you let it sit for a second? Yes, so I've poured the heavy cream on and let it sit for about a minute. Okay, so you don't stir it. You just pour it right in there and let it sit. Correct. Okay, thank you. So right now I'm gonna use a whisk. And I'm gonna whisk together my cream and chocolate to make my ganache. Okay. So that looks like, yep, that was just long enough. And what consistency are we looking for in this ganache? Smooth, like I'm already done, just 30 seconds or so. Okay. Scrape it down and then whisk that together a little bit. I'll do a scrape with an actual rubber scraper. And then I'm gonna cover this and put it in the fridge. Okay, so heat up your one cup of heavy cream, Then once that's just warm, you add it to your chocolate and vanilla and then let that sit for a little bit. And then using a whisk, combine that up, smooth it out with a spatula and cover it and it goes in the fridge. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna whisk mine now then. It's been sitting for a second. Oh, forgot to cover it. Hello. And I'm just gonna use some reusable wrap. Okay, okay, I just finished my mousse. That's in the fridge. I guess let's get back to our pistachios. I I laid my nuts out after they sat in the colander for a little bit. I've laid them out on a towel to let them dry a little bit more. Okay. And I did rub them a little bit with the towel to see if like maybe the the skins would just sort of come off, but it looks like it's going to ha- involve actually picking through and kind of slipping those skins off. So, I'm letting those lay on the towel for just a minute to dry before I start picking all the skins off. All right. This isn't bad. The peeling Oh, okay. But you need to walk us through the next steps. All right. So we are going to peel the little skins off of them and look for any that we might not want to use as a part of our paste to kind of quality control and removing the skins. And it really just takes a little bit of like slipping them through between your fingers to take the skins off. Okay. It's quite easy. And where do they go then? Just into a little bowl or something? Right. Yeah. If you really want to remove moisture from your blanched nuts... You're gonna put them in the oven, and I am gonna giggle a little bit every time I say nuts. <laughs> Mine aren't very bright green; they're a little sad brown. <laughs> I might have got cooked them a little too much, since they are pieces. All right, so we're gonna peel these off, peel everything off. In my case, take the shells off and that little waxy layer, mm-hmm. and then we grind them up. Correct. Correct. Or toast them. Or toast them if you're doing that extra well. The recommended step that we're skipping <laughs> <laughs> it's only recommended in the other recipe it's, oh okay it, it's really a subjective if you want it toasted or not because it, it just depends on what you want for the paste really you want that bright green color you're gonna go right from the blanching stage, the you know just peel staged into the food processor but if you want to dry them out and toast them a little bit you're gonna you, I mean, you can peel them directly onto a sheet pan because why not save yourself a step. Mm-hmm. This cool. is going to take me a little bit of time with these shells. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I really, no, it's fine. It's not your fault. They are bright green. So I don't know if that is like a shell stay on thing or not. But yeah, like that they are. Yeah. Cause mine are not the prettiest color. Mm-hmm. I wish these the color was a little better. Yeah. So that's something to think about. And I am sure that that has to do with not using whole nuts. I should have cooked them a lot less time. Sure. If you ever get to a point where you're like, okay, I can do, throw some quick Googles at me while you're doing this then. Okay, let's do it. Let me just readjust for a second and then let's do this. Because this is definitely in my slightly stone state taking quite a bit of concentration so (laughs) I might not interrupt you today we'll see how that goes we'll see how it goes yeah (laughs) all right (laughs) I know we'll see we'll see how far I get you if I can even talk and peel. that's well like I'm like I'm this is taking a surprising amount of conversation or concentration at the moment yeah seriously all right let's see how it goes quick googles about pistachios Of course, pistachios are pretty cool, just like everything else we learn about. It's like nature's fucking amazing. (laughs) So (laughs) pistachios are actually the seeds of a pistachio tree. They are usually green and slightly sweet. They're called nuts, but technically they're seeds. Like I said, people have been eating them for thousands of years They're usually about like an inch long or so, half an inch maybe, would you say, Gretchen? So like they're little guys, like you said earlier. Yeah, they're they're pretty small. They're teeny little guys. Teeny babies. These little guys pack like quite a punch though, we'll learn. So for us here in the U.S., they're mostly grown. Like the commercial production of pistachios is done in... California, Arizona, and New Mexico. The pistachio tree originated in Western Asia, so like the apple. And archaeologists believe pistachios became a food, which I guess means people just started eating them, in 7000 BC. So a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) And then they came to the U.S. though in the mid-19th century, but it wasn't really until the 70s that commercial production began in the U.S., so we've only really known the, the pistachio for like 60 years or something, 50 years. Yeah. That's actually surprising. <laughs> totally. We said they're small, but they pack a punch. These little guys have a lot of fiber and protein and both of those are great because they help you feel fuller longer because they're like actually what your body needs. This fiber is good for eating gut bacteria. So another one of those, it's like not a probiotic or prebiotic, but it helps with those processes. A one ounce serving of pistachios, so that's about 50, is 159 calories and has 5.7 grams of protein and three grams of fiber, which I feel like is a lot for 50 pistachio seeds. I do think that's on the higher side. I know that almonds are the most... Mm. fibery. And they have a lot of protein too, right? Yes. Nuts have a lot of protein? Yes. (laughs) Nuts have a lot of fats and proteins. Nuts and seeds are cool. (laughs) Nuts and seeds are cool. Pistachios also have a lot of minerals, including copper and vitamin B6, manganese and phosphorus, which I think are like a little bit more on the rare side. So if you need those minerals, go to your local store and grab a bunch of peeled and shelled pistachios and enjoy those. And then they're really good with helping to lower your blood sugar, your blood pressure, and your cholesterol, because they contain a lot of unsaturated fats, like Gretchen said earlier. And then they have a lot of potassium. So a two ounce serving, so we're getting higher here on the serving size, a two ounce serving has more potassium than a large banana and about as much fiber as a cup of cooked broccoli. Pretty impressive. It's both an antioxidant and is an anti-inflammatory aid. So Hmm. that can help with any sort of inflammation. And then it can also help lower your chance for cardiovascular disease, kind of along the lines of what we were talking about earlier, but aiding in lowering your blood pressure and cholesterol and, it that's those unsaturated fats again. And then the last thing I want to say is that some studies suggest that having pistachios can lower the amount of fat and sugar in your blood, so your glycemic index there. Mm. And it can also help improve this was an interesting thing. It can help improve the flexibility and tone of your blood vessels. Interesting. Did you know what does tone mean for your blood vessels? Well, I mean, I kind of assume it's like everything else on your, your body that it just, you know, like Like the structure, the structure just kind of gets weaker over time. Mm -hmm. And that, that concludes the quick Googles portion of our evening. And I still have so much peeling to go. Well, it looks like we got a little bit. Well, yeah, a little bit more to go here. You want to talk about powdered sugar? The thing I learned about powdered sugar, and it's, it's not that I didn't know this part of it is actually more like I learned a bit about tapioca starch when I was learning about what makes organic sugar or or why she suggests organic sugar. And that has to do with the fact that most powdered sugar contains cornstarch. And this is because cornstarch is hydrophobic. I believe is the, the term she used. I know we've kind of talked about that a little bit on some, a couple of episodes, meaning it resists water. So it helps keep that sugar in its powdered form, but it also can work as a thickener. So that's the reason why you can't just like grind your own powdered sugar at home, really. <laughs> okay. Most of them have that act- extra ingredient. So it doesn't function in the same way. When I was reading Miss Stella Park's lovely article about powdered sugar and why she actually hates it. She pointed out that sometimes it can be gritty and that it's it's kind of gross. Like it has a, mm-hmm. it doesn't have a very good flavor. And I was like, yeah, that's that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about the fact that it has kind of a really off-putting flavor. <laughs> and that's from the cornstarch. It's like it makes it kind of tinny and like if you ever just put cornstarch in your mouth. Like you don't really want to eat it. And that's because mm-hmm. it's really not edible in its raw state. <laughs> <laughs> so in order to cook it, you have to get it beyond 200 degrees. And so in order to be able to like cook out that tinny flavor, you would have to get whatever your has your powdered sugar up over 200 degrees in order to actually cook that starch and make it inert. But with organic powdered sugar, they actually use tapioca starch. Versus cornstarch. And one of the major major advantages of that is that it gels at a much lower temperature. Like it'll gel at room temperature. If you've ever made, I think we've discussed the fact that you are not a fan of tapioca, right? Right. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I think that's a discussion you and I have had. But then again, Uh I've I've said that before and you have, we're like, no, that wasn't me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Always got to double check. tapioca if you're using like really nice quality tapioca you start it by soaking it in room temperature water to get kind of get it started so that like helps loosen up some of the starch and make it more able to absorb water when you're actually cooking it Hmm. so you can gel tapioca at room temperature whereas that's something you can't do with cornstarch it needs that heat to be able to break down the barriers that are keeping the starches in place and allow them out to do their thing. Whereas tapioca is just like, woo, I'm out here. I want to talk to everybody. (laughs) Bring me some water. (laughs) I want to thicken up. Partier. That is why for this, it really helped with making this paste is because it'll thicken up at room temperature. (laughs) What's the word I want? Yeah. I saw her mention that it's Kind of almost the consistency of like a marzipan when it's done. Yes. And if you keep it in the refrigerator, it'll be even thicker. So she does recommend like using it at room temperatures, depending on what you need it for, of course. Oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I mean, it's fine, but I'm looking at how many have come out of the shells and <laughs> how many shells are left. And I it's not a good ratio <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry it I feel okay I feel so bad I don't want to hold us up I'm trying to speed through these what if you put them wrap them in the towel and like smash them the nuts the seeds the seed nuts are a little delicate and oh. I'm afraid if I oh, do, if you that, do that it'll smash them uh yeah, that's a fair point because you've loosened everything up here. Okay, yeah. never mind. But it's not that hard, it just takes some time. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going so- a lot faster here. Like oh, see, okay. I also although I'm I'm gonna sort of maybe go through here and just like try and pick out stuff that doesn't really have any skin on it. Because here okay. I I'm just rubbing it with the towel a little bit mm-hmm. and seeing if you know. That'll pull some of the skins off so I can just maybe sort through them more than peeling every single one. But I'm still, <laughs> I still keep seem to pick the ones that have skin on, so I'm not doing great. I think I'm going to try a new approach. I'm going to shell everything 1st deshell everything first, and then come back through and try to take the peels off like you're doing with like yeah. a towel a little more. Yes, this is quite fiddly. <laughs> Extremely manual. <laughs> I told, I warned you. I said, I know to numerous times. Like, are you sure? No, because we. It's <sighs> not like she didn't warn us. We we are <laughs> going into this with our eyes open. Yeah, I think next time I'll go with um, going to see if I can find whole pistachios because this is deeply annoying. And like, why can't you just like start with peeled? The re- the reason is is that it's very hard to find them. Completely Mm. blanched and peeled. Uh, Yeah, like not roasted, you mean? But why couldn't they? Oh, because they can't be like raw and peeled. Right. Yes. The the skin won't come off. (laughs) Okay. You have to blanch them or toast them. Yes. I see. So, and the skin, you know, the the more you dry out the skin, the harder it sticks to the nut. So once you've roasted them, you also can't get the skin off, really. Like it doesn't separate as well I see well it's kind of relaxing it's just just kind of a pain in the ass yeah (laughs) it's fiddly the fiddly task (laughs) so we have tried so many things (laughs) oh my god oh my god Oh my God! So so many things that we have tried. We we do like the rubbing with the towel. We also think it's very important to buy whole without shell. <laughs> oh my Mistachios. God! Pistachios. Because if you get the shell, don't get the shell and don't get pieces. You will want to kick yourself several times. Yeah. We did a lot of learning for you in this last hour and 20 minutes. And that was just since we shut off the recording. I think we were still doing it for like 20 minutes before that. So this is not a fast process. We both managed to get to about 10 ounces worth of our pistachios peel. If you're making a single batch of this, then you should at least expect to spend about an hour-ish on peeling these fuckers. So, yep. It's brutal. Good thing we have some cannabis to help with the pain in our fingers and yeah. our mental state of <laughs> just frustration. <laughs> we tried. I tried dipping them in water to see if the the skins would float versus the nuts. Nope. The answer is no, they do not. For whatever mm-hmm. fucking reason, that doesn't happen. <laughs> then we tried. I tried. um. Just palm, just hands. Just my hands, rubbing them together in my hands. And that did work pretty well because the skins will stick and then you can kind of dump your nuts off into the container. I think that would have, might have been or one, or, one of the more successful tactics, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this last bit, we tried putting it in a salad spinner because I noticed that, because I was trying to rinse the skins off using water. That yeah, you put them either. in a colander. I put you them in a colander. To off. See yeah. if I could. Blast them off with some water. No, that didn't work either. So then we tried putting them in a salad spinner because I noticed when I would swirl the colander around to get the water out that the skins would stick to the sides a little bit more. So, but uh, no dice on the that making anything easier. We've tried oh. so many things. Yeah, and pistachios are little assholes. They have like no. They have more than one little layer. You think you get it all, and then you look again, and suddenly there's this other little layer, and they're teeny tiny little films, and it's just so annoying. And yet, the when the pistachio comes out, for me at least, it's like such a pretty little bright color, and so I'm so glad to see it, and then I'm mad again, but I'm happy <laughs> too. <laughs> my paste is going to be more brown than I would like because my nuts overcooked, so they aren't pretty, really that pretty of a color. Which was Grudging's goal. (laughs) You were so excited about that piece of it. Gotta make mistakes in order to learn. Definitely. And I'm still finishing up my peeling a little bit. While I'm doing this, do you want to talk us through what the next steps look like for the paste? We're going to put the pistachios into the food processor. I have to set mine up. So we're going to grind the nuts for a few minutes, depending on how... Long, how dry the nuts are, that determines how long we're going to grind them. So, since our nut, we're going to have some wet nuts, it shouldn't take quite as long to get sort of into a pasty type stage. And then we're going to add powdered sugar, oil, orange blossom water, and salt, grind until it looks like a real paste. And then that's pretty much done. It will puff, I guess it'll kind of puff up a little bit and then get really light, light in color. When we're processing, and then over time it'll oxidize so that it's um, a little bit more of a muted green. Okay, so we put these guys in the in the food processor for a little bit on their own, and then add the remainder of the ingredients, and then it's pretty much ready to go. Although it needs to set for a little bit and kind of thicken. Yeah, just to let that tapioca starch work. Got it. I started drinking. I'm having a hard iced tea. I don't know if I said that before we stopped, but I just decided because we've been going for so long. Yeah, we were supposed to be done with this step like two hours ago. (laughs) We're doing great on timing. We're we're just awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Another learning experience here at High Gluttony. Yep, this was a brutal lesson. So (laughs) we'll never do it again. (laughs) Although we were saying it's hard to know if the bright color I have is because they were whole already as opposed to Gretchen's pieces whole and some pieces that she had or if it was a factor of being kind of blanched in the shell Mm -hmm. so we're trying to figure that out because it would be a real fucking bummer if this color is like mostly achieved with the shell on (laughs) (laughs) that is when you go hey everybody I have a project I'd like to take on and you will get to benefit by helping me out with it Uh A pistachio peel party. So what do you think was the most effective then? So I actually am thinking that if you like kind of a good rub in the towel and then kind of carefully take the nuts off the towel and spin them around in something like the salad spinner and then put them back on the towel maybe. And then mm-hmm. using your hands kind of rub on the, ta- the the skins on the towel and then the skins tend to stick to your hands a little bit better. And so you can kind of lift your hand out, like rub them around and then like clean your hand off every once in a while. Sure. (laughs) But whatever the process, it's fiddly. Like you're... (laughs) Mm -hmm. We were calling them the precious little pistachios. Precious little pistachios. Yeah. They're demanding. Oh, but you missed this tiny little teeny peel, even though you checked me like 300 times, but no, you didn't get this little peel. Fuck you, little pistachio. (laughs) I'm sorry precious little fuckers yeah (laughs) yeah this might be like you know a multi-stage process yeah okay (laughs) but don't buy pieces holy fuck don't do it don't do it brutal yeah we both made this extra hard for ourselves (laughs) must (laughs) be a high gluttony episode (laughs) how have we made this harder on ourselves by accident (laughs) i'm closing in on the home stretch is it midnight? Is that <laughs> <laughs> has it been ten thousand years that we've been doing this? Are we in the future, future now? What day is it? <laughs> we were saying though, it's quite meditative if you can let yourself just zone out and not think about the pain. <laughs> just keep going, or not thinking about. Oh my God, I I have a timetable. I'm trying to meet on yeah. <laughs> getting this done. Don't do this when you have like. A strict schedule you're trying to keep because <laughs> it will fuck you over. Uh-huh. Jokes on us, as always. <laughs> you're like, we should do this wh- while we're recording. Uh-huh. Three hours <laughs> later. Yeah, <laughs> making the fucking moose is going to seem like a fucking cakewalk after I this. I know. we are so happy. We're, like, over halfway done with the moose, but, like, this has taken years off our lives actually we could probably while the the nuts are grinding we could probably do the whipped cream part at least for mousse because like the nut grinding is going to take a couple minutes okay so talk me through that whipped cream part and what the next steps are for the ganache then or what the last steps are so the ganache should be good and set now because it was only supposed to sit for 20 minutes. And <laughs> I, so we might actually, I don't know if you put yours in the fridge, but we might need it out of the fridge. Okay. Just so that it's not too hard when we go to fold in the other stuff. Okay. Um, so let me grab that out. Cause yeah, if we're running okay. the one machine we might as well run two machines. We don't have <laughs> to really, we don't need to watch the nuts quite as hard as we need to watch the whipped cream. <laughs> I am actually trying to see how well set my chocolate is. It's not too bad. It's still pretty soft underneath. Like I was a little worried because the top was pretty dull and it looked very solid, but it's nice and soft. So it's a real nice consistency. It'll be very easy to fold our heavy cream in. Okay. So, So how are we doing these, the next steps? We've got our, we pulled our ganache out of the fridge. We've got two cups of heavy cream ready to go. And that quarter cup of powdered sugar but it's just putting it into the the machine, the mixer. And I think whipping up the cream should take less than five minutes. I'm gonna start my nuts before I do this step though. So I'm gonna put my nuts in my machine, my zhuzh machine. Okay, shizz them up. (laughs) What speed? Oh, I think just full high speed. Is what okay. I'm thinking, but maybe I should check the recipe again before I go go. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start my pistachios okay. in the zhuzzer. Okay, the precious the precious pistachios are going. Let's go back to the whipped cream. So I'm putting my powdered sugar and heavy cream into my mixer too. I'm gonna get that going for my whipped cream now. Oh yeah, perfect. My whipped cream's done. Yeah, it's done. My nice Mounds nicely, yeah, that's how you want it. Okay. How are the pistachios? Should we need do Do we need to check those? I think mine are at the right stage here. If I set down my lid right now, it's gonna just like dump off a bunch of product because mine's very pasty. Yeah, I think yours needs to go at least another like two minutes or so. I'm gonna add um, everything else right now. Okay, It's been a couple more minutes. yeah, that looks that looks pretty good. It really putting in the other stuff makes a huge difference if you want to see mine. Since I'm done. Okay, so yeah, let's do a quick status update. So beautiful. Okay, so yours went for about how long? My first grind was probably about five minutes with just the pistachios. hmm okay. And then maybe two minutes after I put everything else in. Is yours still going over there? No, mine stopped. Oh. Okay. Because <laughs> I need to switch bowls. I had I just used the small one for this paste part. And like, I wow. got it. like, I'm just realizing that the weight for these pistachios must have included the shell because I don't think this is enough. Oh, I got to figure out how How much much? powdered sugar to put in. Okay. And of course I don't know how to use the food processor. So, (laughs) so you finished your paste completely Mm -hmm. and you also made your whipped cream. Mm -hmm. So I'm ready to fold my, my mousse together. And I'm going to put a little salt in my chocolate, kind of roughly a pinch. So now you're finishing up your chocolate mousse. Right. All right. So I'm going to take a couple scoops of the, the remaining amount of whipped cream because we're setting aside part of it for topping and decorating. Okay. And so I'm adding a couple scoops into my ganache to start lightening it. Now now you can put the full amount of the, the whipped cream into the ganache itself. But what I'm going to do is do a first addition. Which will help lighten it a little bit more. And then I'll add the rest of the whipped cream. And that'll, so that'll have a lot more volume. I'm not gonna smash as much air out of my whipped cream. I see. So putting it in, in like sections helps keep that like fluffiness. Yes. Okay. I mean, you're gonna try and fold it as gently as possible, but you're still gonna knock some air out of it. So it's a little bit streaky, it has some white streaks of cream into it but the color of the chocolate has really significantly lightened up. Looks really good. Okay, and did it like and deflate it, a little? Or? It deflated a little bit, but it really just lightened up the texture of that ganache, so that it's gonna make it really a lot easier to add that second edition of cream. So I'm gonna go ahead and scrape the remainder of my cream in there, my whipped cream. And okay, so a second, l- the second, la- second and last edition. edition. So it's gonna be a little tight, my like little tiny bowl that I used for my <laughs> I know watching you made me think like the bowl that my ganache is in is not gonna be big enough for probably not this. Yeah, a bigger bowl would've been good. I just like lifted and tried to scoop from the outside of the bowl. So I, I think I needed a little bit bigger bowl for my <laughs> Okay. Right now it just looks like you mixed vanilla and chocolate ice cream. Like that's like kind of half melting and you're just kind of like yeah. swirling them up together. It's essentially what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> While you're finishing that, I think I'm going to add my powdered sugar over here or at least get started with adding it and we'll see <laughs> <laughs> how much I end up needing. Did you weigh how much or do you- how much did you end up having, Do you know, or did you not really get that far? <laughs> I didn't, I had, I was, they were in measuring cups and I have about a cup and three quarters. So just a little under, but I didn't weigh. So I'm going to do about three quarters of the powdered sugar and then sounds perfectly logical to me. Okay. So it just all goes in, right? Yep. Is it supposed to be running? No, I put it in and then turned it on. Okay. Otherwise you have to add it pretty slowly. And I think it doesn't seem to make that big of a difference. So, but then the oil you're supposed to like slowly. Oh, I just threw that in too. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that you're supposed to drizzle it in, but I did not do that. We are off book today. <laughs> way, way off book at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we are off recipe. We are on our own. All right. I am done with my mousse. Okay. Yay. Awesome. Not that hard. Okay. Here we go. Oh wait, I gotta add my orange water. Yes. That's delicious. (laughs) This would look a lot prettier if I piped it into these cups, but I'm kind of lazy. Squishing it in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Can't be that pretty. (laughs) Uh Okay. I'm going in. Almost there. Mine's okay. It's pretty oily. I'm wondering if I need some more powdered sugar. Probably. Okay. Oh, yeah. The most pistachio paste together. Nice. Nice. Okay. Going again. You all right over there? Yeah. Just throwing things or dropping things, I guess. <laughs> more accurately. Okay. One more time. It's so oily. I think maybe I had more pistachios than I realized. Possible. Oh, I know what I think. I think the problem is that I didn't adjust my oil quantity. Oh. Yeah, you can fix that by just keep adding the sugar. Okay, because it, it is thickening up quite a bit, and so I think if like you added some extra sugar, it'll thicken. Um, okay, it's pretty thick. It's just really oh, oily. Yeah, uh, I think that's fine. I think you can okay. let that sit, and it'll thicken up a little bit more with as the tapioca starch kind of pulls everything together. Sure, I'll take it out of the. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, awesome. It tastes so good. I know, right? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I think it'll just get better the longer it sits too. I, w- I almost wish we were going to give it more time to sit before uh, we wanted yeah. to use it. But okay, and then remind me the paste goes in the fridge or it just sits out to sits out. Okay. Um, but you can store it in the fridge to extend the shelf life. So if you can keep it for a week at room temperature. If you want to store it longer than that, you got to put it in the refrigerator. So it'll last some months in the refrigerator. Okay, I have to do my whipped cream still. Okay. So I'm going to get going on that over here. I did that? it! <laughs> I made whipped cream, look! I made yay! it! Yay, yay! Woohoo! I told yay, you it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun when you make it in the mixer. Yeah. <laughs> very, very true. It just puffs up all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. So I'm almost done. I'm just adding it into my ganache. Now I'm doing half first here. Almost wish I backed off slightly on the orange flower water or the orange mm-hmm. water. A little too orangey. Mm-hmm. But just, How's the pistachio just, flavor? It's, it's good. I just wish it was a little more intense. And I do think this is something that it's going to get better as it sits, just as things kind of come together and intermingle. Mm-hmm. Get to know each other a little more. Yeah. Like a forced work retreat. I think I'm all mixed. Oh, beautiful. Looks oh yours is prettier than mine. Like yours is lighter color, but put beautiful. Too much of a beautiful cream. In. Oh. Is there too? Did you separate out some for garnish Doesn't matter. Who cares? Oh well, I have a little less. Maybe I'll make a little more. There you go. So pretty on top. But that looks lovely. I did use some dark chocolate for mine. So mine might oh, be pretty. darker because I did that. And then does this sit, like, can it sit longer? Can I put this back in the fridge and finish, like, combining them later? The mousse? hmm Yeah. I mean, I would have it, like, it looks completely mixed to me, but, mm-hmm. yeah, you can either, you know, dish it out later or do what you like with it later. It, okay. You don't have to deal with it right now. I mean, the chocolate okay. will set some, but not so much that it would be, like, impossible to deal with. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> scraping out the remaining part of my pistachio paste into a jar. And I didn't add any water at all It's mine. I added a teeny tiny bit, like an eighth of a teaspoon or something. Yeah. Just because I like did a little extra, like a teeny extra with my extract. Uh, right, right, right. But it's so good with the paste. Mm-hmm. Now this is a truly inspired idea you had, Becca. It's mm. so good. It's so good. Bit of a nightmare. A little bit, but we know so much now after Totally. After that. And you we know so moose. much. <laughs> I made mousse. I made whipped cream. I made pistachio paste that is seriously so delicious. I keep snacking on it and I can't because I, I know I have a limited amount. I loved this. That yeah. definitely, what do we plan for two hours? And we're looking at five total right yeah. now. What the fuck? So of course, the first hour was us just getting ready to talk. So that's true. Good point. Four hours of active time. I think it was worth it. I think it was we did a few things to make it extra complicated for ourselves like you using pieces and halves and me using the shells and messing up my ratios for everything but it tastes so good and I'm so so glad we did it. (laughs) Look what we learned (laughs) how to keep making messes in the kitchen. So check it out on Instagram and Facebook. We'll be sharing pictures of the final results. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend, keep telling your friends about it till they're just exhausted by hearing you talk about high gluttony. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Another one down. Off we go. Off we go. Oh, no. okay. later.